How's it going, everyone? My name is Scott Bennett, and thank you for tuning in to the Third Decade Podcast. Today, my guest is a Third Decade participant. Her name is Rebecca Hildenbrand, and she is a world history teacher in the Vail Unified School District, originally from Pennsylvania, but came to Arizona to follow that dream of teaching and is really putting in the work to make her finances better and to say, yeah, I might not make a ton of money, but I can still take advantage of this time when I'm young and invest and pay down my debt to get into a good situation. Rebecca is going to talk with us today about budgeting. I realize we've talked about budgeting in a few other podcasts before, but this one focuses way more on kind of paying down debt and setting goals. We realize that in all of our conversations that we've had surrounding budgeting and debt, we had yet to talk to somebody making the changes right now. So it was important to kind of reach out and find some of our participants because we have quite a few who created a plan, went through that plan, and are putting in the work to change their spending habits. And Rebecca definitely fit that mold. And she was gracious enough to talk with us about her own personal situation, which not many would be brave enough to do. So we really appreciate her coming on and speaking with us about something that is so personal. But as we've talked about in other episodes, we really believe that the more people can talk about their own personal finance and be open about it, the better it is for everyone. So here's my conversation with Rebecca. I hope you all enjoy. Thanks for joining us, Rebecca. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited. We're really excited to talk to a graduate of the program who's doing this stuff and kind of applying it to your real life. So I want to start off with having you think back to when you first signed up for the third decade, kind of what your financial picture looked like, and did you find yourself stressing about your finances? Yeah. So I guess that would be like about a year ago um, when I was trying to get into this program and, and I'd heard about it. And at that point, I was about three years into a five-year plan that I was trying to be successful at to pay off all of my debt, um, with the exception of perhaps like student debt. And so I felt like I was making progress, but it wasn't really anything I could see because like I was doing all of these things that weren't super effective, but I was still trying to kind of find my way. And like, I guess it's kind of like playing a board game without actually knowing all the rules and how things would work. And so, yeah, it was really challenging. Like I had a a lot of small debts, like nothing like massive, um, just like a bunch of smaller pieces um, that I was trying to figure out what to do with. You said you kind of had a five-year plan. Was that something you read before? Were you just winging it? You just said, okay, five years sounds good. And I I think that's what I want to do here. Uh, So I bought my current car, uh, which is a Ford Escape in, I think, 2016. And I was like, okay, I put a, I have a five-year loan on it. And I'm like, okay, by the time I pay off my car, I want to pay off all other debt. Got it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but this is the start point. Yeah. Yeah. So you knew that that was a goal for you. Right. Obviously you went through the courses and in, in the process of that, you met with your mentor for the first time in that meeting were your goals shifted or or did they change or how did they end up at the end of, of your discovery meeting? So 
throughout the course, I basically approached it like absorb, 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 right? Like don't make a plan right now. Wait until everything, like wait until you have time to settle on that knowledge and then ask a professional. And I think that's one of the key things that I have to take away is there are professionals out there that know what they're doing. And my mentor is one of them. And yeah. so I was like, okay, so I'm going to come with all of these ideas and then ask her because she's great. So like kind of going into that, I think she was able to explain the rules to me and explain like what I was doing wrong and how to, or, or not wrong, right? Because like, you know, moving forward with that, whatever goal I don't think is wrong, maybe just not the most effective. Sure. And so she was able to really course correct quickly. And that was so awesome. Like I walked in there like, it's going to be years until I figure this out. And I walk out of there like, oh, I'm actually on my way. This is cool. So this might be a tough question, but if you can remember what what were kind of the rules that you weren't aware of, or at least one of them, like what were you doing that you can look back now and say, hey, that might not have been the right way to look at it? Um, saving versus paying off debt. Um, so should I make a savings account or should I try to pay off debt? which debts should I focus on first? Yeah. Um, I think that was like really important. And like one of my biggest stressors was planning for the future, right? Like I went to be able to, you know, retire at a certain age and I had no idea how to even start that. And so like, that was always in the back of my mind. Cause I'm like, okay, pay off debt. Okay. You pay off debt. Sure. How do I pay for the future? And so like, that was a piece. So I think having her explain that role, if we want to think yeah. about it that way was, was really helpful. And it gave me a feeling that like I could be successful. Sure. So you, it, it just kind of shifted the attitude a little bit, right? That, you know, you kind of had a singular goal that you were going after, but you almost sounds like you added a little bit more with savings and paying off debt and, and you were able to do some of that, correct? Yes. It was cool. an amazing feeling to be able to start, you know, accomplishing, ticking off those tasks as I went through. Yeah, that's awesome. So you talked about before you didn't have like this huge overwhelming debt, it might've been overwhelming in your eyes, but it wasn't something you couldn't correct, right? It's something that you had had the ability and capability to correct, but you did make a pretty decent shift and, and a big dent into the debt you owed. And it's not like your income changed a bunch over that time period, correct? Yes. So what I was able to do when I met with my mentor was I was able to consolidate some of those debts into a way that I could pay them off. And then with that budget, I was also able to see where I was spending too much and where I was able to reallocate those funds. And just understanding and having a better understanding of my budget and my spending allowed me to just move some of the you know monies that I had into places that could help me in the future. So uh, this is the first time, it's funny, we're talking about paying off debt and stuff. And usually the first step we kind of skipped over, which is budgeting, but so I'm glad you you brought it back to that. Some um, had you budgeted before? Is this something that that you did, or did you just say, okay, I'm going to make it a goal to pay off this debt, but didn't really dive into the numbers too much? Yeah. So, like I said, I was trying all of these ineffective um, pieces that didn't really move me forward. So I did budgeting, but I didn't do it effectively, right? So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, how much do I make? How much am I spending? Was there anything I can cut? But like, I didn't break it down to a level that um, made those those pieces clear. Sure. And so with the budget tool that she shared with me and then we went through, it became immediately clear on how I could cut back and how I could separate my finances because I have roommates and how I could separate those things and save even more. Got it. So would you say 
in doing that that your lifestyle changed very much or was it really just okay i'm i'm more focused on this now i can do it or was it a, a lifestyle shift because some of our participants have that moment and i i think that's more reserved for the people with a ton of debt but they realize okay i have to change my lifestyle completely was that you in this case so i think there's two pieces i have to consider to that question um so I'm a really rewards-based person. And so when I found the pathway forward, I set goals and then I rewarded myself for that. And so I'm a teacher. And so I have six to eight weeks off uh, normally in a summer, you know, with quarantine, it was quite a bit different, but, um, and I don't work the summers because that's always the time that I have to reflect and recharge for the next year. Sure. And after a meeting with Lily, I was able to see like, oh, if I actually... Um, teach summer school, or I take an intercession and work just a little bit harder for this year, I'm able to, in the future, or I'm able to, you know, by September, November, that time frame, pay off debt. And because I'm not paying those, you know, credit cards or those debts, I can then shift that into savings, I can put that into an emergency account. So me working just a little bit harder over the summer allowed me to do that. And so that was a small change. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't like a huge amount of work that I had to do, but it, it was enough to kind of settle some of those pieces. Sure. And then the other piece was quarantine, right? So I found that I did less and spent less on like restaurants. And I also play ultimate Frisbee and um, that's a huge part of my summer. And so that didn't happen this year. And so I was able to take some of those funds that I uh, normally spend and I was able to pay off debt and then start um, an emergency fund. Those are really good insights. Um, I'm glad you brought them up. I want to go back to to the working one. You know, that was always a, a possibility of yours, right? Being able to work and and you probably could always teach a few extra sessions and stuff. Do you think it was just, you know, I, I know for myself, if I have a goal that I'm really working towards and or something I'm saving towards or something like that, that yeah, I can maybe work a little bit harder towards that. Do you think your decision to work was like, okay? Now I understand what this, what I thought was a little bit of extra money. Maybe I would have said, okay, I can go out to eat more than I usually do or something like that. Now that you understood it, were you able to say this is worth it? Yeah, because, you know, meeting with Lily at the discovery meeting, I was able to like kind of make a checklist. No, actually we made a checklist. There was an actual list. And so as I was able to check those pieces off, almost with some of them, like right after the meeting or get started, it was like, oh, this is super manageable. This is something right. that I can accomplish any short amount of time. And so I was like, heck yes, why not? And because, you know, it's always a balance, right? Like time versus money, right? And I value both, um, of course, right? Like who doesn't like money and who doesn't like extra time? But sure. Um, so I almost never gave that up. And then it just seems so much worthwhile to do it this one time to just get myself into a position where I can take fall break off and I don't need to spend it working and I don't need to to do that, you know but I can, and I can see the immediate, you know, aftermath of it. Yeah. That's really insightful because I, I think people lose, lose sight of that. Some, if you earn some extra money or something like that, or you have that opportunity, you're lucky enough to have it, you know, just having something to work towards to do that adds, adds that extra layer to it. Mm -hmm. You touched on before that debt plus savings were two pretty big goals of yours for the, the plan. Is that something that you were able to rank in terms of importance yourself? Or is that something you and your mentor talked with and said, hey, I think this should be your first priority and then this is your second? Or did they kind of work congruently with each other? 
Um, yeah, so I approached the meeting with those questions, you know, which one should I tackle first? And then she was able to break it down and tell me which debts really should be a target before I start a savings or an emergency fund, um, because it's it's a constant drain, right? So I was able right. to target specifically credit card debt and then erase that completely. So I have no credit card debt right now. Amazing. And so the the money I was putting into that then simply transition straight into a savings account. And so I, you know, operated for years under the feeling that like I have a set income. And so I still have that set income because the money that I was using for debt is now just shifted. And so, you know, my lifestyle hasn't changed much, but I'm making like huge gains, um, you know, in my, my savings and emergency fund. Does that answer that, that question? Yeah, for sure it does. Because I think, I think that's so important. I think your question is one of the most common ones we get. And I think also one that has a lot of misconceptions around it. A lot of people know, okay, debt's bad. We're told that over and over again. But you know, we, we got to rank debt in terms of importance. And, and everybody's different. I think you seem like you have the attitude of, I want to tackle this. This isn't you know, keeping me up at night, maybe, but it is something that's really important to me. And so you you weigh those things. And that's what any successful mentor does in the program is be able to say, what are your personal goals? What's your personal attitude towards this? And let's let's figure out a plan that works for you. So I'm really glad you were able to do that. So now that, you know, you said the consumer debt's paid off and you still have some student loans, but sounds like you're being really, really thoughtful about those. And then you've built up a, a good savings. What's next? Like, what do you... What are you excited for in the future? So I'm going to finish the emergency fund. Um, yeah. So I want to, you know, get that to, you know, a decent amount. And through the, the workshops, you know, I now understand what number I need to reach to be yeah. able to cushion myself for four months or six months if I were to have a sudden loss of, of income or, or something. And so that's my next goal. And I should be able to accomplish that within maybe six months. Amazing. That's a really great uh, feeling. And then it's going to go straight into retirement. So I'll be working very aggressively with my Roth IRA. And so I'm going to do the same thing I did with credit card debt, right? Like I paid that off and I just shifted that money instead of, you know, thinking about spending it, I just shifted it to savings. And so once the emergency fund is ready, then that money will go straight into Roth IRA. Yeah. It sounds like you're, so we talk about the snowball method. Do you remember that from the classes at all, right? That, yes. you know, you pay the the smallest debts first in terms of enroll it in, but you're almost using that in your entire picture now. Like you didn't say, okay, these debts are paid off and now I just have more money to spend. Correct. No, you're saving it. And now the savings up, it's not, I have more money to spend. It's no, I want to save it towards retirement. And and when things happen and, and your life shifts as it always does, you're able to say, okay, what's important to me? Do I reemploy this to a house savings or something like that? Um, but the order in what you're doing, it is one that is so common and that is so powerful because you're seeing it. Not only are you did you pay off that debt, now you have the interest that you were paying before that's gone. Um, and, and that just adds another layer on top of your plan. It sounds like as well, one thing that's extremely overlooked are the habits you've built within yourself now. And it's one reason why I think the program has been as successful as it is, is everybody's doing this on their own. There's no secret sauce to the third decade. You're doing the hard work and now you have that. And it's not like that just turns off at some point. 
if you get a raise or something like that, it's not like you're going to go, oh, now my lifestyle shifts a bunch. Um, you know, I got to take care of what I got to take care of. And, and the raise is nice. So I really commend you on putting in the hard work. You know, we can nudge a little bit uh, and help kind of organize that. But every single participant has to do it themselves. And it's really cool to talk to somebody in a really short amount of time, a year doing it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's been pretty phenomenal. And like, the financial piece is awesome. And it's amazing. But the the state of mind that I that I'm in now, because I see that these are manageable pieces, it is a really great feeling to know that this is possible um, yeah. with the right guidance. Yeah, and, and yourself, you know, we at the third decade, I don't think it's any surprise. We have a really soft spot for teachers. Um, Bob, our founder, was trained as a teacher in college. My mom's a teacher. My wife's a teacher. And it's still our number one profession that we have of people who've gone through the program. And I just think it's so powerful because you signed up for a job that doesn't have the best financial upside, unfortunately. Surprise, surprise. But, you know, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be financially confident. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to feel secure. Okay, I don't make as much money as a lot of people out there, but trust me, I, I, in working in this field, I know the amount of money you make doesn't make your financial confidence. It helps, but it definitely is not the make or break thing. So I think your story is one that is so important as you're able to follow and do what you want to do and not at the sake of your financial health. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much. This was a super exciting conversation for us. Something that is, you know, I think really helpful for people listening, being able to hear that here's somebody who's doing it and has done it. And now hopefully a little bit inspired to do it themselves. And I want to say to everybody out there, uh, Rebecca was not somebody who you know, is out of the norm in our program. She's somebody who is gracious enough to talk to us, but we have a lot of people with these stories and uh, it is possible. It takes, a, it takes a lot of work. Nothing that you said in this talk was probably very easy when you did it, but you did it. So congrats. Thanks again for talking with us. Thank you for having me on. This has been really an amazing experience. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And thanks again to Rebecca for agreeing to be a part of the podcast. I hope It was helpful for anybody who is thinking about budgeting or paying down their debt. The more and more real participants we can talk to and get insight from, the better in our eyes within the third decade community. Thanks for tuning in and we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. 